fellow hobos i'm i'm so happy you're here my name is mark i'll be your camp host tonight welcome to the hobo safe camp virtual campfire and welcome to open lines radio please be sure to join holly and myself on thursday night at 7 p.m for open lines with holly and mark 
Uh, the last couple of weeks, we played some pre-recorded stuff. Uh, we listened to Robert Anton Wilson a couple of weeks ago, and last week we listened to some Jack Kerouac spoken word. But this week, we're back live with a very special guest. I don't want to tell you who it is because I don't want to jinx it. Uh, you never know what's going to happen between now and then, and as soon as I say who it is, like there, something will happen. So we're not going to say it. We've got a very special guest. Be sure to join us. It's going to be special. You're going to love it. Um, also, join me tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for the Monday Mixtape. Start your week off right, listening to some music that you don't normally hear. Break away from the tradition of uh, the mainstream media that you've been hearing. And uh, I'm not going to call it fake news because I don't believe that, but... You know, listen to something new. Listen to something uh, independent, not controlled by any kind of corporate anything. Um, I'm not going to get into that. That's not what this show's about. <laughs> Let's get to tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is a really special episode for me. Um, I met Michael in the fall of 2015. I'm not exactly sure how we connected. I know it was on Instagram, um, but I'm not sure who reached out to whom first. The past couple of years are kind of a blur. Um, what I do know is that on October 8th, 2015, I was a guest on his podcast, Mind Left Body. Um, I had done a tarot reading for him that really hit home for him, and he wanted to talk some more. Uh, it's episode 30 of the Mind Left Body podcast. You can go out there on the internet and find it. Uh, you can get a, a peek into what was going on when I first started this journey, actually. Um, it's a long time ago. In fact, I haven't listened to it. I sh again, I should go back and listen to it again because... Uh, might give me some insights into me. We were just starting this whole hobo safe camp thing up and getting things rolling. And But to be honest, I was actually blown away that he wanted me to even be a guest. He had had some awesome guests uh, at that time, like Krishna Das, uh, Duncan Trussell, and Pete Holmes. So to, like, to be included with some of the names he was talking to was a complete honor. Now fast forward to August 16th, 2016, almost a year later, and we did it again, only this time... I had this virtual campfire podcast thing going, so we decided to do a joint podcast episode where we would interview each other, and we would both post the exact same interview at the same time on our prospective, respective podcasts, and um, so what you're about to hear was both the Hobo Safe Camp virtual campfire episode 13 and the Mind Left Body episode 68. Um, Michael is sort of outgrown his podcast at least for now maybe it'll come back around or in a new incarnation in fact michael's kind of completely transformed under the loving warmth of ram das he's now barat goes by barat das he's living a completely enlightened life uh, you can find him on instagram he's barat das 108 go follow him tell him how his words and images and general being have changed your life because he will he'll change your life uh, so let's get right to it um, there's no point setting this up anymore let's just listen ladies gentlemen mature children immature adults it is with great pleasure that i present to you from across the fifth dimension riding atop a flaming horse with his hair blowing in the wind and i'm not really sure why the horse is flaming but it is from the digital noise of the internet to your ears across the string of a divine tin can telephone of love Mr. Michael Morey, ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo. 
I ramble all alone. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. Hello and welcome to a joint podcast. And no, it's yeah, we're, we're connecting to California, but it's not talking about any legal weed here. Uh, <laughs> this is a, a joint podcast between Mind Left Body and Hobo Safe Camp. So, welcome, returning guest Mark Hammerschmidt. Hello, <laughs> it's, it's good to be back. The yeah. last time I was on, I was uh, my microphone was hitting my zippy zipper <laughs> the whole time so i'm glad to get a redo man i mean we, we've had uh quite a few discussions in between that that last episode and now and yeah. whew, a lot has changed between both of us at that time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> tremendous amounts and uh in the one of the major things we talk about right now is that you have a podcast yourself i do i do uh, Hobo Safe Camp. Uh, we call it the virtual campfire. Uh, it's mostly just me uh, talking to to my Instagram friends. <laughs> you know, just kind of put some other other voices out there into the world that normally we wouldn't get to hear. And uh, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Well, I, I just got done uh, yesterday. I listened to uh, episode ten with with your missus, mm-hmm. and I tell you what. I got so involved in it that I was at work listening to it, and then when I I was leaving, so I connected it to my radio in my truck and was listening to it as I was driving, and I had to go into the grocery store, so I put it back onto my headphones and was walking around the grocery store listening to the conversation because <laughs> I got that into the conversation. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, so you're you're going in really good places. I think we'll you, you know the, the the beautiful thing is. The the conversations that you seek to help you open up are the ones you find at the moment when you need them. And I think that was one of the ones that is you guys are kind of dealing on the same wavelength of a lot of the stuff that I, that's been going on in my head lately. So that was really cool. Yeah, I think so. One thing that I thought was really interesting was um, your spider analogy. Yeah. Because I, I think that that helps a lot of people that um, – you know, it, 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 these are the things that those little simple analogies sometimes could be the, those breakthrough moments for a lot of people. And I can see that one being a breakthrough moment for a lot of people to be able to go, oh, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish I could take all of the credit. Uh, my my wife, Holly, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's really her. <laughs> but, but that's just the same way. I That's how I explain uh, uh it was the same thing. That's how she explained it to me, and now that's the way I explain it to people. Oh, so you just kind of like so, stole it for the podcast? Well, yeah. well, no, I stole it a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been, I've been, I've been. That's just, that's just the way I see it, though. You know, so that it's not. How do you steal it? It's the same as like reading scripture. And, and well, that's the thing is, nothing can ever be stolen because nothing is ever there to just take. It's the same as. Nothing is to be learned. It's only being remembered. Right. We're only tapping back into what we already know in the first place. Right. And that's exactly what the whole spider lens, spider eye analogy is, <laughs> you know, where how we're all. I, I, this is this. This is the way that I view existence, I guess, um, is that we're all lenses on like on a spider eye and how, you know. I mean, I'm not I'm not a scientist, you know, so this is like I don't know exactly the way a, a spider eye works, but I just think we're all just each person is li- 
living their life and that becomes a perspective of that's like one lens looking into one direction of the spider eye and all these signals all these different people all of our lives me you everybody are all being sent back to this singular brain the spider the spider's brain and the spider's putting all these different images together into one experience so the same way one lens on a spider eye isn't aware or seeing what the other lens of the spider eye is seeing they are connecting back sending different signals back but back to that singular source Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Well, I mean, it's it, and it makes sense to me on on another level because it was it's a story that I just got kind of got done telling you. Which if you, if anybody's really interested in hearing the whole story about what just happened to me in the hospital, uh, you can listen a couple episodes back. I, I sat down with Duncan Trussell and I, I I did the whole story with him. But it, when I when I was uh, I had. You know, the only thing is I can deem as an out-of-body experience. And when I tried to, to communicate to the doctors what was, you know, what was happening, I said, they're calling me. And I'm, I'm it's, this whole plural thing really kind of, you know, and it's interesting because I, you know, on, on psychedelics, when I've gone into these deep, these deep realms, it always does seem like it's a they. It doesn't seem right. like you know the, this this monotheist one god thing just didn't make never made any sense to me. So this whole thing about them being a they of the many eyes that are watching us that are over us and that we're actually a part of to begin with, right? Is really. I it, I don't know if it is it a they or is it an us. Yeah, well, it is. It's both, isn't it? We, the they is there. kind of that singular royal they. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. It's not really – they're not really individuals. It's it's a they as – Or is it just me communicating to call myself back to myself? Yeah. Well, that's that's – I mean that's what it is. I mean we're all just going back to the single brain, the single source. Mm-hmm. And once we do, then you'll understand all these different perspectives. You know, Then suddenly you're going to – it's all going to be there because – that's when you get to actually see and and experience it as one, you know. So that's why you got to be kind to each other because you're really just being kind to other lenses well, on you your just, own eye. Yeah, you're just being kind to yourself, <laughs> and you can see it. I mean, when you start doing, you know, service, and when you start helping people out, and just sitting down, and you see somebody you know, a homeless person in the street or whatever, and you just go over and just, you know, maybe buy them a drink and sit down, give them a couple bucks, sit and talk with them. And really the talking thing is the most important. Mm-hmm. Just sit down and just relate. Man, people have some amazing stories, and people just want to feel like they matter. Right. They're, they're right. lost. They've lost the connection. And this is the uh, the biggest thing with a, a lot of people that are, are you know, are sick and and homeless and be, get hooked on drugs because they've lost their connection to the source. They've lost they they we're we're in this point where we've come into this incarnation and we've all separated, and we don't know how to get back home again. And this is it's all this is what this whole trip is about is to figure out how to get back home. Right. With with the uh, with as few. Bruises and cuts as possible. Yeah, well, way, you know, I, I, you know I mean, all you're going to have them, but you got want to try to minimize them. I always say, you know, maximize happiness and minimize 
suffering you could, it's all going to be there but you know you can you can kind of play with it <laughs> you know so you could get well isn't that the whole thing that's the i mean that's pretty much just like saying don't accumulate bad karma along the way right right it's just about clearing out as as much negativity and i hate going into the whole negativity positivity thing cuz you're still dealing with a dualistic which is just like the they and us and everything else it's, i wish we had a, a simple language that we could actually communicate and just be like this is it. It's this, you know. But yeah. well, that's when you're on the meta. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think we're far off from realizing that yet, though. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I I think what you were talking about sitting down and talking to people, you know, I think that's like that's all you need to know to be a light worker is like the one thing it's just listening it's just sitting down and letting somebody tell their story yeah. uh, without interjecting yourself and you don't need to like get any kind of certifications you know you don't need to take any kind of trainings you're a light worker when you sit down and you let somebody else and that's talk it to you. you don't even have to give them an answer cuz 9 times out of 10 they're going to give themselves their own answers they just want to they just most people are so lonely they just want someone to talk to if yeah, if you can sit down and just just keep that eye gaze and just keep that love, send, sending them love as they're going through their story, you're gonna watch them go through different phases of fear, sadness, anger. All this stuff's gonna start brewing and brewing and brewing. And by the time you're done listening, without really having to interject too much, you're gonna see all that just wash away from their face. Oh, their 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 eyes will become clear by the time they're done telling in their story. It's amazing what active listening can do and what you can learn, too, as the person listening, what you can learn when you're actively listening. Oh, yeah, because I always end up reflecting upon all the stuff that I have. I mean, I'm definitely nowhere near being being a a clear, sane person myself. So, (laughs) I mean, there's issues I got to deal with as well. and, And I think that just being there for other people really helps me see and understand what I got to do. Right. Right, and when, and we all need people to to lean on too. So, you know, you you don't want to always be somebody who's leaning. <laughs> you know, you no. want to be someone to lean on now and then too, bring some balance into it. So it's good to to sit down and help other people just by listening to them. Yeah, and I I always feel bad when I when I put my stuff on somebody else, but it's just like I know that this is all part of the circle. This is all part of how it, how it evolves. But it's like, man, I know what they're taking on because I'm usually the one that's been taking right. it out myself. <laughs> right, but you have to, or you blow up too. You've got to have those people that you you trust and can talk to, and that will let you talk. Well, the, to, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, you your 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 tank can only hold so much before it's going to spill over. So you got to let it out to make room to help other people. Yep. Yep. And that's, you know, that's how that's how we strengthen our empathy too. Just the more we talk to people. Man, I don't know how much more strong. That was. <laughs> well, that and I know, and then you get to a point where it's like everything hurts, or you know, or everything feels good though too. I'm a I'm in such a place. I'm in this. I don't know where I'm at, man. It's like I'm in a. I haven't. I'm like you. I'm kind of at this place where I haven't really been at this level of lightness before where my shoulders are light and um, I'm just happy and I'm, I get, I, I shouldn't even admit this, but my wife and I have been watching that show coupled on, <laughs> um, on TV, on Hulu. And I'm 
crying. I'm weeping. <laughs> I'm watching this reality show, and I'm like, what is happening to me? I'm just even these these shows that you know a lot of people just consider. You know, I don't usually watch them, but. It's like, oh, how, why am I feeling so much emotion? <laughs> are you finding that too? As, I, I was like- listening to, I listen to a lot of uh, audio books while I'm at work. And I was listening to a book yesterday and I'm sitting there and I'm at work and I'm listening to this, the end of this book. And it's just like this amazing story. And I'm sitting there and bawling, bawling <laughs> as I'm, as I'm cleaning. And I'm just like, oh, this is crazy. But I'm like, in a way, this is cleansing me out too. But still, it's just like, it's so weird that, you know, I'm, I was at sunset a couple nights ago and I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, the beauty was so intense that I could not help but cry. And, <laughs> and it's like, man, you know, and, and when you try to break it down, well, all it is is reflections of the sun playing off the water, playing off the clouds and this and that, which is causing colors and the changes in atmosphere and da 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 da. And I'm like, it's all scientifically easy to understand what the fuck's going on, but I'm uh-huh. just like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I'm, I'll be, I'll hear a song on the radio, mm. and, and 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 not even a song that I know or like, but I, I'll just be able to. You can just someone will hit a note that it's like, oh man, they nailed that, and I'll like just well up with like joy and pride <laughs> that like, oh man, they they nailed it, <laughs> you know, they got that one. Well, because you're able to hear things differently now. Yeah, yeah, it's mo- almost like a sense of pride <laughs> mm. <laughs> that you feel. It's like, oh yeah, good job. Yeah, well, I mean, e- even you know, th- this past week, and this will be a few weeks out before anybody hears it from what, if you look back on my Instagram, but, um, between uh, on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So within five days for those five days, I had double rainbows at sunset three days consecutive double rainbows at sunset. I'm like, who, I don't think I've ever seen that many double rainbows in a year period, let alone with, within you know, four days and it's to have it happen at that specific, that specific time. It was just like, this is too much, but it wasn't even just the sunset. I mean, the, just the rainbows, the sunset were like the best sunsets I've seen. And you know, I go down almost every single night. Yeah. So I'm just like, what is going yeah, on? There's you like to be blown away. Yeah. It's gotta be blown yeah. Away. You know, I even said I'm. I even put up on the on my, on the one photo. I'm like, I'm half expecting fairies to be dancing around in my garden tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, there might I'm, be. <laughs> so I'm just like, this is <laughs> this is too beautiful. I don't know what's going on. I'm just like, and it, you know, it it's something that's changing in me, but it's it's going externally now, and I'm actually seeing it out into the you know in the visible world. To where I usually I would catch it like in metaphors as, as, you know, reflections and this and that. And I'm really into the reflection game. And, but now it's just like, I mean, it's just almost too much. You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, this is, uh, this, this, this podcast is turning into, uh, two bears talking about <laughs> mushy love. <laughs> <laughs> But it's beautiful, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, well, we can go fucking negative and dark <laughs> no, if you no, want. No, no, no. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I came, I came kind of from an uptight, you know, I, th- this is all kind of new to me. I'm, you know, 
I used to be a, a short hair cubicle working <laughs> Mormon, you know? So it's like, it's like this, I'm, this awakening thing is all pretty new to me. Uh, and so it, it, there's these, these cultural norms or cultural ideas that like two men talking together are supposed to be talking about, talking football. about a certain thing. Yeah. And, but instead we're talking about sunsets and, and rainbows and, and rainbows and it's beautiful and fairies. <laughs> and we'll can talk about tarot, tarot cards too, if you want. <laughs> oh, that's too so, much. I want to ask you something yeah, yeah. because, um, I know your, your listeners, um, that listen to you, you're, you're big time. Like you have big time guests on your, on your <laughs> podcast and you've done some uh, amazing things. And I mean, you've sat down with Ram Das. Um, and I just want to like, I've sat down with him. I never, I actually have it recorded, but I never released it as an episode, but you did, you have sat down. Yeah. With yeah, him. yeah like yeah. you've been in his press. You've had, yeah, I haven't even spoke. I haven't even spoke with you since he gave me a name. Have I? I don't think so. Mm, Cause last time I, I, I actually, uh, he gave me a, uh, a spiritual name last time I was with him. Nice. So now I'm now I'm a Barat Das. Barat Das. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Mm. <laughs> but all right, go ahead with your train but, of thought. But so I just want to like, I was I just want to know like, fr- from you, uh, this normal guy, <laughs> this <laughs> who has suddenly. I, you got you must have got some bug up your ass to take off and do this and you've done it and and it's i when we talked the first time a year ago i was telling you keep going like you were you were thinking about quitting you're like i don't know where this is going i don't know what i'm doing dude last Uh, week i was thinking about fucking quitting the podcast i was actually talking with with zach uh zach leary about oh man i'm just gonna put put this all in i don't want to do it no more (laughs) no man you can't because you built this thing now but, but oh, you can you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but <laughs> but you you shouldn't. But I just want to know, like, what what is it? Like, how does it feel? Like, doesn't it like? I don't know. For me, that, I don't, I don't think it's the pinnacle for you now. But I think at the moment it was the pinnacle of your life. I you know I I you tend to. I like the way you reach a goal, and then all of a sudden you have another goal, and then you reach that goal, and then you have another one. It's not like you reach this pinnacle and stop that's what i like about the evolution you can w- witness it through your podcast but but so what i just want to know the piece that was, that goes that was going through you um as you set face to face with uh another human being who the veil talking about the veil earlier but the veil is so thin that i mean i don't know like can, can you put it into words hmm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's yeah, a really yeah. long way to ask that question. Um, well, let, let me go back first. Is like, as far as like the podcast goes, I mean, I didn't know what I was setting out to do when I first started it, and it's kind of taken on a life of its own in a way. And I think one of the reasons why I, I always kind of, especially recently, why I. I felt like maybe I shouldn't do this anymore is more the point of I'm taking in so much, especially from what just happened with, with my hospital visit and I'm trying to absorb it all. And it's like, I don't, I think the biggest problem is for me is how to put it into words. Right. And when I'm working with an audio medium where I have to put it into words, it's kind of like frustrating. And I just don't, I'm like, 
what do I have to say? What else can I say? You know? And it's like, I can get these people and talk with them, but it's like, what more do I have to say that's going to help people out? And, you know, I mean, that's the main focus of the why I'm doing the podcast. You know, maybe at first I thought it was like a way for me to, to help myself out, but it's not. I mean, it ends up helping myself out in a roundabout way, but that's not what I'm seeking with it, you know? Right. And uh, and I guess that's why I can't stop because I'm seeing – I'm getting the feedback from people and I'm seeing – this these change in people that's that's you know beyond words you know i'm getting people telling me call, writing me and telling me their life stories and telling me how just certain things i've done and said and how much they love me and it's like man it's 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 sometimes it's a lot to take on you know right yeah um especially when you're also trying to just survive yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. You're working two jobs and yeah, and dealing with personal things. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh, and I've I still I stay pretty steady. Try to get an episode out every week. I mean, sometimes it, it'll lapse, but still, I mean, I'm you know I'm you know this will be uh, episode sixty eight. I mean, nice. I can hold it off to sixty nine if you want to. If you want that <laughs> number, but. <laughs> You know, and in just a year and a we'll half. We'll see how we end. <laughs> you know, in just a year and a half's time. So, I mean, you know, it's a lot of conversations yeah. with a lot of, you know, interesting people. And, I, you know, I've been fortunate to sit down with, with people like, you know, Duncan Trussell and, you know, Krishna Das and uh, Nako Bear and Trevor Hall and... I mean, different, you know, musicians and stand-up comedians, Pete Holmes, and different spiritual chanters, uh, uh, David Newman, Wah, and I mean, it's been really, really powerful, you know, and I've got to meet, you know, all these new people that I have in my life, friends like you that I've met because of doing this. So, I mean, that's... that's, But you also, you introduce people to, to these people you talk to. Yeah. So so these are people that normally Well, that's we the thing I think know a, about. a lot of them a lot of these connections are being brought from different realms in my life too. You know, it's just not all kind of a lot of these people don't have connections to one another. Right. So that's why I think it's very it's very interesting that I'm kind of like going the the way I am. I mean, in a way they're all kind of dealing with consciousness and in love in some way or another, but they don't really kind of hang out in the same, you know, places. So right. I think it's kind of interesting, but you know, as far as, as being around, uh, a powerful light being like Ram Dass, I mean, that's, that's just, that's life changing. Um, he has a way of, of just sitting with you and, and, it's, he he's the best listener. He, I mean, he'll sit there and just give you his full attention. I mean, when when you sit down with talk with him, nobody else exists for for him except for you. And he sits there, and I mean, he's got that gaze where you know he doesn't look at you like a human looks at you. He looks at you as in unconditional love. And he's sending you the most amazing amount of love at that point in time. And I mean, and I guess in a way, this is what 
I'm trying to do. This is what you're trying to do too. But what I we mean, were just talking about just listening. Yeah, but I mean, it, w- the way he does it on the level that he right. is. I mean, just being in the room with him without him, without before you even go up and try to talk with him is just like, ah. <sighs> you, it, 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 that's all you can say. I yeah. Mean, there's no yeah. words that you can ascribe to it, and um, you know he's given me a lot of inspiration. To, to to you know do this and, and you know this has become part of my my sadhana, this has become part of my practice. This is part of my way of 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 understanding. This is part of my way of remembering. This is part of my way of doing service because I'm helping others. This is part of my way of uh, of becoming more of one with the source again i i am you know i'm communicating which has always been a big problem for me it's about opening up my third my my um my uh, throat chakra and and dealing with communication which has always been an issue i mean you know the tagline of this podcast is is esoteric ramblings of an introvert and and if you would have known me before i started this podcast you wouldn't have known much about me because I wouldn't have told you much. Right. If you would have known me now, you wouldn't know much about me because that's why I think that's why uh, I, I, it's so easy to, for me to talk to you because I think we're both kind of that same way. I mean, even just waiting for you to dial into me this morning, my heart starts racing. It's like, oh man, I got to talk to somebody. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, we, you and I have been able to, to have this really sm- uh, interesting relationship because our conversations just start so effortlessly and we never have to search for anything to talk about. Right. And I think that's, that's, that's something that's like, I know I've been having this conversation a lot lately with people that just don't understand they have a lot of, they have a lot of problem. They're like, yeah, I'm going through this, but I don't know how to, I see my friends not being on the same level as me. And I don't want to tell them that, you know, not hang out with them anymore. I'm like, well, maybe you're going to have to. You know, right. the, the thing is, right. those people are at a, you're, you've changed your vibrational level. So you're not compatible with them anymore because they're at an old vibrational level that you're not at anymore. I read a, I read a meme on Instagram this morning that said, sometimes the most spiritual act you can do is tell someone to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's true. And I mean, Sometimes you don't have to be so harsh about it. I mean, right. I I usually tend to see the 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 people that aren't supposed to be in my life anymore. They t- tend to fade away from me more than I have to fade away from them. Right. But that just might be my my POV of it too. So who knows? But yeah, I think that's a very important thing to to realize that you have to let go. You have right. to let go of what's not serving you anymore, and you have to surrender to what's calling you. And my my the way I usually tell someone to fuck off is I just disappear from their life. You know what yeah. I mean? I, there's not usually much fanfare. You're so fucking <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> I'm not. I'm aggressive. <laughs> I just cut it off. <laughs> no, no. But you know what? That's what I like. I like talking to you because it feels like when you talk to a lot of people, it's like. Anything you say can and will be used against you, and actually, it's more like anything you say will be used against you. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like in in our any of our private conversations or even on here that anything I say you will use against me. You know what I mean? And so that's 
Well, it's, it's, you know, it's important and, to find a group of people like that that aren't using words against each other. Well, I think this is the most important thing, and I've said it many times in this podcast, is, is what I've done with this podcast is I've opened myself up completely 100%. And I say everything that's going on with me, and I don't hide anything, because that way nobody can use anything against me. And right. then there's no judgment. If they're, they're, you know, if if you're judging me for everything that I say, and I'm being so open about it, and in a loving manner, well, then you're caught up. You're caught somewhere, right? And that's, you know, it's just something that you're going to have to deal with. I mean, I can't fix all your karma issues, <laughs> right? You know, right? I could give you some ideas, but you have to go do the work. That's what's hard yeah. about uh, trying to help someone, you know, awaken or move to enlightenment or whatever you want to call it, is that they want the easy answer. And it's not. You have to go through the shit. I, shedding your shit is a hard, difficult process. Yeah. And you can't just, you know, read a couple quotes and be there. It's You have to actually go through it. And you can't. No one can do it for you. That's the thing. That's you, you know, you can listen to all the 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 lectures and teachings and podcasts and read all the books and and memes and quotes and whatever, but unless you do the work, nothing's going to happen. Right. It's just do not. The work. <laughs> it's just not. I mean, you can listen to all the pretty music in the world, but it's not going to. You know, you're, you you know you can listen to to, to um, you know Johnny Nash's. It's going to be a bright, sunshiny day every day. But if you're living in fucking Siberia, it's not going to be. Right, right. You know. Exactly. So I mean, you have to make the changes. You have to do the work. Yep. I like to say, uh, do something, say something positive, then do it. Yeah. It's that then do it part that's the important part. Yeah. You know, and and I'm not saying that I'm completely free of it. I'm I'm caught up. I got I got issues, and I'm dealing with it. And I'm I'm and and I see where I'm caught. And that's the most that's the most disturbing thing is when you're actually able to be at the point where you see where you're caught, and you you're you see the cycle that's happening. But it's like, where do you jump out of the loop at? Right. Where right. do you make the break in the cycle to be able to let go of it? And, you know, I, I've given up, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up, uh, well, I'm a few months short of two years without any alcohol. Um, you know, I don't, I don't smoke, I don't eat meat, I don't do this, but, you know, and, you know, I really, I, I'll, I'll smoke a little pot, but that's about it. I mean, I'm not caught up in anything. I don't have to go out partying. I don't have to do this, but, you know, but I still have vices, and in right. my, and, you know, my vice is still I'm I'm a comfort eater, and it's something that I'm caught up with, and I got to figure out how to break break that cycle. No, we're the same way. I think I'm the same way. It's a hard one because yeah. you have to have food. You have to. You you can't survive without it. So right. it, it's the point of going. You can't just not have food in the house like you could if you're you know I I want a good drink and I'm just not going to have alcohol in my house. Well. You know, that's an easy one. Right, right. But food you have to have, and it's like the point of where to make these adjustment adjustments. But it's it's more of a it's more of a psychological issue really than it is a physical issue. Right. But we all have the, at some point you everybody has to have some kind of device to keep them grounded at some somewhere. Right. Well, we're all human. Yeah. You know, we all we do have these bodies that enjoy 
to be pleasured. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I just need to switch to a sex addiction instead of a food <laughs> there addiction. There you go. Yes. I mean, that's, isn't that what it's about, just switching addictions? That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. just keep your addiction switching, and then you keep balance in your life. <laughs> every, every two weeks, switch to a different addiction. That, that's right. <laughs> well, this two weeks, I'm going to do the crack, and then, then I'm going to go to uh, bondage porn. and. Uh... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should save this for episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just an interesting thing when you can see where where you're caught at, you know. And yeah. uh, man, when you're stuck in that loop and you can actually see the, the you can actually see the physical circle of being st- stuck in it and it's like, you know, it's like that um uh National Lampoon's European Vacation with Chevy Chase and they're uh, they go to they're in they're in England and he gets stuck in the roundabout and he can't get out and they won't let him out of, the, the other drivers won't let him out of the roundabout and he just keeps on circling around that circle over and over and over again no they were in England cuz he goes look kids there's big ben look kids there's big ben look kids there's big ben cuz they're stuck in the fucking loop and it's just about that point of where you can get in front of another car and get the fuck out get out of there what do you what are the uh what is it that that triggers eating with you like what as you're going through your day and you're feeling fine what is it that triggers the fact that or is it do you not even know because with me it's just kind of a time it Uh, gets to be 10 p.m and it's like oh man i could really go binge eat i I think um being anxious nervousness i still think i still got issues to deal with with um anxiety yeah and i think that's another one just to like (sighs) okay gonna bring things down to a level I feel comfortable now, you know? Right. What what are what causes anxiety your anxiety? What are your what are your anxiety trigger points? Or is it just a general um, anxiety? There's general that... ones, there's things that I I need to be doing that I'm not doing and I get frustrated at myself and that's a bad thing to to I need to be more forgiving with myself. And I, I I end up getting upset with myself, and that will be a good trigger point. Yeah, you replay things over in your head. Well, it's more of uh, things I should uh, be paying more attention to, or or things I'm um slacking on. Right. But right. you know, right. it's a it's all weird. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my big Ben loop is I just. If something goes bad, I just play it over and over. And then also, if I know I have something coming up the next day, I'm just visualizing on on a loop. Almost, yeah. it seems like the same thing over and over. And that that's what makes me go crazy. Uh, I used to be, you know, I used to be at the point where it's like even it's like, oh, I got to record a podcast tomorrow. And it's like as much as I love doing it and I feel so high when I get done recording a podcast, uh-huh. you know, there would be times where I'm like I'd be, you know, I remember when I had um, I was doing a, a Skype call with, with Ramdas on Christmas Eve and I had no idea what I was going to say. I had nothing, you know, no plans. I'm like, I have an hour of his undivided attention. What do I talk about? with Ramdas for an hour and I'm just like getting so nervous in my head going what I'm going to go blank and there's things I should be asking him that I really want to talk about and I'm not going to remember and this and that and I'm just like I'm thinking about all the stuff that I could write down and I just said about you know I'm I, the call was at like nine o'clock at night so I'm sitting here all day kind of all festering day, about man. it and I'm just like finally I said 
fuck it. Nothing. I'm just going to be here now. Right. And whatever comes up, comes up. And as soon as the connection to the call came, it was just like, he said, hello. And it was like, ah. <laughs> all and it that. It wouldn't have mattered what you wrote down anyway. All that anxiety, everything just went and just vanished. It was all gone. It's like, so we, we do this to ourselves all the time. We build up this worry, this worry, this worry, you know, and this is the problem, you know, a lot of all this worry just comes from trying to live into the future that doesn't exist yet because it it will never exist because we're never in the future. We never are. Or regrets about the past that's over. Yeah. These memories, these memories that torture us. Well, and the the fact is, is that, you know, most memories are false memories anyway. Right. Because we never remember things exactly as they happened. Right. So... I like to go back and remember them the way I wish they would have happened and yeah. then store them that way. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's part of the that's part of the, what keeps me up at night is I lay there just reliving and replaying these things over and over until I finally get them I'm finally okay to move on yeah. from them. Well, the, you know and that's a lot of people because their minds are so busy and they don't know how to stop the chatter that's even harder you know i mean at least right. at least you know you and i have been able to to come to the conclusion we see things a little bit you know pretty pretty clearly that we know when to just let things just pass by and we don't get caught in them and neither one of us really uh subscribe to a general i don't know like we both kind of live outside of the the culture box. Oh yeah. Just as far as the way we spend our days, I believe. So, you know, we kind of just have, <laughs> you have to see the world differently when you're not in that rat race. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, I go to work so early in the morning, I don't see anybody. So right. I'm not caught in it. You know, by the time I'm coming home, everybody's just going to work. I work. I'm a the sole employee on a 66 acre avocado grove, so <laughs> I spend my days completely alone too. So it's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, you you don't realize, and this is the thing is the uh, how fortunate that is to just be out there in nature every day. Oh man, I there's no way I could go back. Yeah, you'd be hard pressed. I could never go back to doing a a punch time clock you know, paid by the hour job. There's no way I, I could do that again. I mean, yeah. and, and it's, a, but it, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to live this way because it's, you know, I don't make a lot of money. You know, it's not the, the lavish lifestyle that, that you get to live when you go punch that time clock. So, you know, you make sacrifices, I guess, or you, you, well, you, know, you, you can't you know, have it, you can't have it all. I well, guess, listen, you know, a, a few, you know, a few weeks ago when I went to the hospital, and in you know those whatever happened happened there's a good possibility that i you know with with my heart rate stuck like it was that i could have stroked out that i could not have come back and what if i was sitting here you know i yeah i do work but what if i hadn't like decided to go out and and to 
Hawaii and spend time with Ram Das? What if I hadn't started to do this podcast and meet all these amazing people? What if I would have just been working and trying to save money for my future and just putting it into a bank and when I'm 65, I'll be all good? You know, well, what would have you know? I would have not had any of the experience. I would not have be where I am mentally, be and, and especially you know spiritually prepared. You know, because if I would have went, if I hadn't had all this, you know, that probably would have freaked me the fuck out right. if I hadn't been stable enough to 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 be to be where I'm at. And I think that uh, you know, I think being spiritually prepared is important. Yes. That's why there's a lot of, uh, you know, residual negative energy that gets left behind is because most people aren't prepared for that spiritually. Well, I think that's what a lot of, you know, a lot of this energy that, that, you know, psychics and whatnot are able to pick up are people that weren't spiritually prepared to move on. And they, they're still stuck here because they didn't know how to let go. Right. Right, or or at the very least, it's residual energy that wasn't able to go to a place of love, you know. So yeah. it's it's stuck here as the, in that form. Yeah, that's a hard place to be. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I could. You know, I'm I'm glad I am where I am, but you know, I I feel sorry for the people that that are going about it the other way and just trying to live this. Well, I'm going to live very frugal and I'm not going to go on vacations. I'm not going to do this and and they they get stuck and they never lived. They totally missed the point of what life is. And I think life is definitely about, you know, connection with nature and you know, it's it's amazing you see these sunset photos I put up and nine times out of 10, I'm the only one down there partaking in these. Nobody saw those other, other rainbows with me. Nobody. I mean, I have, I have photographic evidence that it happened, but you know, that's not the same. That's not the same when you're there. And you, you, the one night I'm looking to the South of me was the double rainbow to the, to the West of me was a big lightning storm in the distance. And to the, the well down to the southwest and then there was the sunset so i'm like looking i'm like i'm looking at a double rainbow an amazing sunset and a lightning storm all at one time and i'm the only one there that's witnessing (laughs) all three of these things but it did happen because somebody saw it but if if i wasn't there to see it did it happen did it happen (laughs) no (laughs) yes (laughs) oh But that's the sad thing is that people will just choose to come home at that time of night and and sit in front of the TV or something or, you know, instead. And it's just sad that we're just caught in these these moments of of just getting caught in the system. Well, sometimes it takes something it, it takes kind of a I don't want to necessarily want to say a tragedy. But it takes an event. It takes falling on your face. And I, both of us have had events in our past that have kind of kicked us out of the system. Oh, and, for sure. And so now that we're out of this, like, I, I can get – I can post a, a tarot spread and get 500 likes on Instagram, but I can't get an employer to return – to give me a phone call to even schedule an interview for me. So I don't really have much of a choice <laughs> as to what, the way I go about – it's almost like this is chosen for, like, for well, me. Like, this is it, the way you know? I had to do it because – 
I can't participate if I wanted to participate. Well, that's the thing. The universe has a path laid out for you, and if you're going to try to go against it, it's going to fucking kick you in the nuts. Right. So, I mean, I, mean it's, I, I say, I say, I could never, I don't know how I could ever go back to it, but the fact of the matter is, is I'm not invited back to it. I couldn't go yeah. back. Uh, and I don't think you could either. No. <laughs> I don't think they'd let you back in. We're well, outcasts. I, I wouldn't want to go back. No, no. I, 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 I would be so miserable, you know, and this is the thing that I, I, I realized that the universe tried to awaken me years ago on multiple occasions and I kept on going back and, you know, taking the sunglasses off and, you know, and Roddy Roddy Piper kept on trying to put the glasses <laughs> back on me and I kept on going, no, I don't want to see it. But now it's like, yeah, dude, it is all consume and... You know, they live was right, and but now my I, I, I'm seeing things so clearly. I could never take the sunglasses off again. I'll ne- even if I did, I'd still be able to see you the way it is because I really don't even need the sunglasses to see it anymore. Right. That's a very very weird they live movie reference. In case anybody's <laughs> wondering what. The- <laughs> well, now you're seeing it through. I don't. I mean, I third eye, saying third eyes become almost cliche, but uh, you're, you're just seeing it without having to use your eyes. Yeah, it's like you're outside of your own body. I. It's what what I've been going through has been weird. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm outside of my body. I don't feel like I'm part of it. I feel like I'm the puppet master of my own body. All of a sudden, I feel like you know, like a marionette, and it suddenly, I'm. I've learned to make myself do things that I couldn't have done when I was inside myself mm-hmm. you know I had to let go of the body and now it's like I can put myself in all kinds of situations and that I never would have put myself in before yeah I mean well I mean you never would have caught me going in you know going in just hanging out with people like I am now and having conversations like this and you know sitting there and and talking with some of the people that I've talked to in this podcast, I would never have sat down and had like an hour long conversation with, with people like I have with like, like, you know, Krishna Das and, and right. that's why I like listening to yours is because you talk to these people that there's no way I would be so nervous and like, I'm going to sound like an idiot. Like I couldn't talk to any of these people you talk to and you just come right in there and you're just like, Blah, 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 blah. Like, you're one of the gang, you know? Well, that's the thing is, when I have the conversations with them, it's just like this conversation here. I don't have anything planned. Right. I just sit down and it's like, all right, well, let's start here. (laughs) And (laughs) see where it goes. Yeah, it's cool. I think, you know, and I kind of take this like, you know, it's I... It's not ironic because I think it's all just planned out, really. And, you know, I named this podcast after a Grateful Dead jam, Mind Left Body. And that's pretty much what this, what these conversations have become. It's all just free form, go wherever it goes. And the only thing that's constant is that there's a beginning and there's an end. Right. And that's it. But anything that goes on in the middle, it's just going to be f- totally free form. Never going to be the same twice. Never going to talk to this. Even if I talk to the same person twice, it's never going to be the same way. Right. 
So I think that's a very interesting thing. And in conversation, I think, as an art form, gets very overlooked for the complexities and the little nuances in it. And to be able to, to, to read other people and know when it's time to, to, to make noise and when it's time to, to leave space. It takes a lot of practice. Or is it, has it always just been natural for you? And no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> this is all new to me. This is yeah. all completely new. It's taken me a long time to figure this stuff out. <laughs> you would have thought this would have been easy, right? No. Yeah, no, well, you... I mean, I've been listening to your podcast for a while, and um, even before we ever met or talked for the first time, used to follow you on Twitter so I've been follow I've been I, I knew who you were before you <laughs> reached out to me that first time so no it's, it's you've been uh, you make it look easy <laughs> it's all an illusion it's all a big illusion maybe I'm a magician and didn't even realize it but I, and I think you hit on it earlier I think it's just it's not where you I, I think when we talked at the very first time we talked, this whole thing was you were actually thinking that maybe this was going to be, you know, maybe the vehicle that maybe you would be known for or that would take you to the next level. I don't want to say celebrity, but just of a career. And now it seems like you've just let it become its thing. And it's so much more beautiful than like, because you've let it become, you haven't tried to force it into areas of commercialism i guess is what i yeah. should say where a lot of podcasts kind of throw me off yeah you know yeah that's, that's the sad thing is you'll get into a podcast and you'll see that that shift come and it's just like uh, i can't listen to that one anymore and right. that becomes frustrating because you get in, you get invested and then you'll still listen to some episodes even after that that you even after you know it's gone that way and it's just like oh, i wish it would go back the way it was but I mean, everything's always evolving. Everything's mm-hmm. always in a constant shift, and but that's what I, I kind of like letting this this kind of go through the shift organically without trying to force it. But I think the most important thing is, like I said, I don't prepare anything for the podcast, so it really is. I'm not when I'm in the the, the moment. I'm in the moment. Uh, it to me, it's just the screen that's or, well because we're doing this one Skype. But I mean, if I'm doing it in person, there's the person in front of me, but this the screen in front of me, the microphone, and here, and that's it. I'm not thinking about what happened right before the, we we connected. You know, I'm not thinking about what's going to happen when this when this call ends. All I'm thinking about is where this conversation is going right now, and I'm not trying to put words ahead of you, trying to think about what you're going to say. I'm just this is it, and let's see where it goes. Right, it's that's what's cool. My wife, Holly, used to do. Um, she was a, a wedding florist for a lot of years, um, and she had her own freelance. This was before the economy completely tanked, and everybody started cutting flowers from their weddings, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that no longer became a viable uh, career. But she used to have a wedding business, and so every a wedding flower business. So every weekend, my weekends. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were flowers. We were up to my up to my eyeballs in flowers. I was hauling flowers. We were setting up big weddings, and so I became a really big fan of. I like to call it transient art. You know, it's the she would put these things together and they last a few hours, 
these yeah. floral arrangements, and then they're done. They're even if even if you could keep that floral arrangement for a week, it's going to die. You know, it's not anything that's permanent. Mm-hmm. And and in doing that for like three years, and and witnessing that, I really I'm a real big fan of that. Just that in the moment art. You know that. Yeah. Almost like chalk art, you know. Well, that's, that, that's you the know, amazing thing about the, the the Buddhist, the Tibetan Buddhist with the the mandalas. Right. They make those sand mandalas, mm-hmm. and as soon as they're done, they they then they destroy it. They'll yep. spend a week, you know, or more making it, and as soon as it's done, they take a look at it, appreciate the beauty for what it is, and then it's gone. There's no clinging. There's no holding on. Appreciate the moment for what it is, and don't try to make it or expect anything of it than what it is. And just because something's only going to last in the moment, still make it beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's the whole thing about being in that love vibration. That doesn't matter what you're doing at the moment, and then, you know, it'll just be in love. And that's why, you know, the, the, the Zen Buddhists do the tea ceremony, or, you know, so it doesn't, you know, it it, it doesn't matter what you're doing at any moment, if you do it with a loving intention and, and just put all your focus into it, your whole world is going to b- become that. Right. Right. God damn. It sounds easier than it is. Though, doesn't oh, it? man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not easy. It's really hard. That's why you see most people just become zombies and ignorance is bliss and just go roll through the system as part of the machine. Welcome to the Sad. machine. What was that? Welcome to the machine. Welcome to the machine. <laughs> the machine's here. <laughs> How do we operate around it? And that's the, what I'm trying to yeah. figure out. And it, Rather than trying to kill it, how do I operate in spite of it? Yeah. Or how do I go undetected by undetected it? Undetected <laughs> by it, exactly. <laughs> that's the hardest part. They're, they're looking. Talk about spider eyes. It's getting harder, but it's also getting easier at the same time. Just as much as there's all this negativity going on in the world, it's only because you're focusing on the negativity and you're actually expanding it by your f- your focus on it. But if you put your focus somewhere else and you put it onto a loving place, man, your whole world's going to become that. You know? I mean... Right. You know, I and I've given this example before. I mean, my, I I was off of Facebook for well over two years, and I came back on after um, I had gone to my first uh, Ramdas retreat, and it's like I had gotten off because it was such a negative, just horrible place to be, and I didn't yeah. even want to deal with it anymore. But now it's just like there's no negativity on my page anymore. It's like I, I'm surrounded by really loving, beautiful people. And it's like, I, I look forward to actually going on my Facebook page. Who would have thought I would have ever said that? I don't know, but, man. <laughs> but, you know, I, I left Facebook during the first Obama campaign because I couldn't <laughs> handle the negativity and I never looked back. You know, I don't have it. You know, you would think right now, especially in this political season, you would think that I, I would be having it all over the place, but it's not. It's yeah. really not. I think people are chilling out a little bit. Well, I don't think so. I think it's just where I focus my where I focus my attention, where I got got uh you know, I don't have family members on my page. <laughs> you know, for there one you go. thing, there you go. So that helps a lot. That's like same with my Instagram. I don't think I know anyone in real life that's on my, that follows me on Instagram. It's helpful. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you know when you feel like you have to hold back and you have to censor yourself, well, this, what's, yeah. what's the point? Well, I think the sad thing is, 
it's hard for 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 people like you and I and obviously the people that are listening to this to find people locally that are on the same wavelength that have these these feelings that you know feel this intensity of of these vibrations to to you can't those people locally aren't feeling that you're not going to go to Walmart and, and meet somebody that's thinking like you are isn't you it know? weird isn't it weird how the the to operate from a from like a vibration of kindness and to like be a spiritual person is what sets you apart as being kind of the weird one yeah it's crazy to me well it's i mean even if i go to i'll go to like um uh like the, do the crystal bowl sound baths at the salt room i'll go to that or i'll go to other you know other like yoga or stuff like that but it's like a lot of the people that are in there are doing it more of a status symbol thing than they are right. for the, the what it's actually is and that gets a little weird so it's like the energy's oh still weird and it's like oh i thought it'd be somebody there'd be somebody here i could connect to and that gets no. frustrating but the thing is when when you open yourself up to 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 it itself the people come to you without you looking for them and that's the thing the seeker never finds what he seeks the seeker only finds what he needs but if you don't seek usually the the seeker will find you right right and i think too like you're talking about yoga there are a lot of people like i think that just think they're they can pay pay for spirituality and they're they do some poses and that's all they have to do they don't have to actually be kind out in the world they can just go to yoga and do some stretches and it shouldn't matter to you as long as you're going for your for the purposes you're going for like like you say the people around you they should just kind of melt off and the people who are there for that same reason will attract each other well that gets that but that is true, but also in the same the same vein with people like you and I that are empathic, that becomes difficult even still because you're taking in all their energy the whole time, and it's not like you can put up a force field and just not right. take it in. Right. So when you got somebody in there that's in that's just taking it from a vanity point of view, it's hard not to take that in and just be like, oh, just feel sick to your stomach. Right. Well, I'm not saying I'm beyond it, (laughs) (laughs) but that's where you you shouldn't care. You know, like it shouldn't matter that that's why they're doing it. But you you do because it's like, no, don't you know what you could be getting out of this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of us are perfect yet, (laughs) (laughs) but we're all doing a perfect. We're all living in a perfect existence, dealing with what we're supposed to be dealing with to to advance our karma and get ourselves kind of cleared up. It's just about, you know, and the thing is, I don't believe that there's anything different that we can do because I believe everything is predestined. The only thing that we're able to actually control is how we view it. Right. You know, all we could you could be in, you know, you're not going to avoid sickness. You're not going to avoid death. You're not going to avoid somebody being angry with you. You're going to keep on taking all this stuff is still going to happen to you. It's how you choose to view it and, and, and appreciate it. That's what all this practice and all this work is about. And, and how I think how you choose to react to it yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm 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 as I tend to do on the podcasts 
that I that I've been doing my Hobo Safe Camp podcast. Well, this is your Hobo Safe Camp podcast. This, this yeah, <laughs> as as is my other ones. <laughs> I tend to have these cathartic moments <laughs> right in the middle of talking to somebody, and I'm just I'm 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 realizing just what I've just have barely shed, and it's just recent, and why I'm actually feeling so light. And I think, and it's probably the same with a lot of people. Maybe I'm just the only asshole that does this but or did this but it almost is like you kind of base your success on how jealous other people are of you Mm. and and it's almost like you're more worried about other people's unhappiness to make your happiness count rather than just focusing on your own happiness like for instance i'm uh you know there are there are people who out there who do not don't like me you know and 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 Silly bastards. And take shots at me and and whatever. And I used to always go look at their pages and what are they doing and, and, you know, and just kind of hope for their demise almost. Just, you know what I mean? Like somebody who's wrong, you was like, oh, well, I hope you rot in hell and, and kind of keep going back and looking at that. And over the past couple of months, I've just been like, I'm no longer going to, I don't give a shit about what anybody thinks of me. So, I don't really care how, what you think anymore. And well, then once it, it, I let go of that attachment to other people's judgment of me, I suddenly stop judging everybody. And I don't go, look, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. Copy my style. Copy, copy me. Verba- plagiarize verbatim. I don't care. I'm not going to even look to know. Because I don't, I've let go of what you think about me, too. And it almost seems like it took me letting go of the attachment exactly. of what others think of me for me to finally lose my attachment to what to my judgment of well, that, that's the interesting thing is because you got caught in, up into their loop you were actually perpetuating it and amplifying it right so then then it was encompassing you as well as it, it is enlarging their scope of it so it was becoming even bigger and bigger on both sides so you guys were reflecting off of each other and just mm-hmm. expanding and expanding and expanding but once you let go theirs died down too right right see that's a beautiful thing right there mm-hmm and it's a it's a hard lesson because it's hard to get out of that loop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to go around on the merry-go-round, but if the merry-go-round is still going around and it's not slowing down, eventually you're going to have to jump off because you're going to have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I, I guess it's it's about just... where to jump off at. Where's the safe place to jump off? And the thing is, really, every place you jump off is a safe place to jump off. Right. It's right when you decide you no longer need the last word. Yeah. And then you're off. (laughs) That's heavy. It is. Well, I think it's even heavier because we've, we've both realized it, but we've both experienced it. Right. And when you, when you, you can go back into that emotion of that release and it's just like, man, it was so easy. Why did we wait so long to do it? Yeah. Yeah. And we always do. We always wait too long. Yeah. Oh, and, and it's just not, you know, with relationships, we always wait till it's completely destroyed before we end up <laughs> breaking up with, with the other person. You know, with jobs, we always wait till we're completely fed up before we say, fuck you, yeah. I quit. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be pushed over that edge. Yeah, we, we we never... I mean, I'm not going to say we never. I mean, there's some people that, that know how to handle it and have handled it well. But 
it's the majority of people don't know how to break things off when it's supposed to be broken off. They don't pay attention to the clues. And the thing is, there's there's signs all over the place that are leaving it really obvious for what's going on. It's just paying attention. And that's yeah. that's all about being in the moment. Yeah. But if you're too busy worried about what your neighbor said yesterday and what your your dog's doing to you know your dog in the vet tomorrow you're never going to be here in the moment or this this person who may have wronged you in the past that is now doing well you mean, you just you mean hate that to pers- see that that this person who fucked you over so bad is doing well you mean that you person <laughs> that you haven't seen in a year but you've had multiple fights with them in your head <laughs> right right yeah you, when you when you talk to them this is what you're gonna say and you've lived that future fight over and over again oh, and maybe that's man. healthy because maybe you don't have to actually have the fight <laughs> out in the open you can just deal with it but in you your head bring up all this is. all these emotions that are just completely unnecessary in your head yeah no it's it is it's it sounds cheesy and cliche but it really is just about letting go and being here now and that's it's yeah. i mean it's it's so simple that it almost sounds too simple you know until you're actually doing it so i said it's all about letting go of the past and surrendering to the now yeah that's absolutely it's it's so simple yet so difficult cuz we you know the society we're just so conditioned to think a certain way it's hard to not yeah well, then, you know, we are, we're also kind of thinking of life through our privileged American eyes, you know. Um, there's, we're, we're lucky <laughs> where we are. Uh, I, I, I can't stand – what I can't stand and what gets to me is the, the, the values that are assigned to human beings just because of where they were born or their financial status or, you know, uh, some person has – the the fact that uh, someone with more money has more rights than somebody without money uh, those are the things that make me crazy <laughs> so i i try to i i'm as i come to this into my okay well this is cool i can be here now like you were saying there are people on the other side of the world who are getting who don't even have a house cuz it's been bombed to shit and like how are they just able to like just come to this love and light moment you know and that's interesting because i've been to you know countries in in Latin America and in, you know, so-called third world countries in the Caribbean where, you know, they're living well below what we consider the poverty level here in in the U.S. And they're the most peaceful, loving, centered people I think I've ever met in my life. I guess that makes sense. It's because it almost seems like it's once you renunciate and give up and let everything go that you finally come to peace. So um, I guess if people who have had it ripped from them, you could really have no choice but to like find peace in your in the moment, or or else what else is there? Well, I mean, you, you just look at the fact of the, the richer you become, the more security you have to guard the things that you you have. Right. So, I mean, you put on the security system in your house, security system on your car, you got a gate in front of it, you got to put in the passcode, you got this, you got that, and blah, blah, blah. Got life insurance and this and that to protect everything. Right. Flood insurance and this. To, you don't want nothing damaged. <laughs> and you're just waiting for it to happen. But the thing is, all you're doing is living in fear. 
that whole time you're just living in fear that something's going to happen, that somebody's going to break in, that somebody's going to take, that a natural disaster is going to happen, that, you know, it's just all fear based. Right. You, you well, just got to let it go. I wonder what I don't own anything. So it's like. So you're lucky then. You've already got to step in the. Right. Right. If you look around my house, you wouldn't see anything that's mine. When I die, there's going to be a closet full of clothes that are so old and shitty that you don't even want to give them to Goodwill, <laughs> and nothing else. There will be no physical evidence of my existence. Except oh, come for, on. There's some words out in in. I mean, yeah, words and 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 out in ether, uh, out on the internet. But like the physical, like I I I have let go of. Everything. Oh, there'll still and be pickle jars with some scoby. Oh, in there it. will be pickle jars with kombucha. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> They'll probably be really good if you let them sit long enough. <laughs> I have some in there. Uh, maybe we ought to switch topics to something lighter. I have some uh, kombucha that's been sitting in there fermenting. Um, Holly's going to start making soap. Uh, nice. And so we're going to start making kombucha soap. So I've been letting oh, it get beautiful. nice and ripe. <laughs> uh, good for cleaning, not so much for drinking. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. When it gets to that point, for good. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. But it has man. changed my life. So I am a big advocate. Let me get that, throw that in there. The uh, kombucha, it's really uh, changed everything for me as far as my health. It's good stuff, man. Can't, yeah, I won't discount it. I, I drink, uh, I drink kombucha every day. Yeah, me too. My guts feel good. You got it. I, I, you got. Well, you know, whatever you can do to get off the pills, and I was taking heartburn pills daily. You know, mm. so um, whatever natural products you could use. In, wow, that's interesting. Pills. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, brother, I think this was another very successful right uh, go at a mind numbing and blowing conversation. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, brain brain officially fried. <laughs> I love you to death, brother. Oh man, I love you too. Thanks for uh hanging in there and making it work. No, that's that's what it is, right? We got to hang in here one way or another. Yeah. Well, you know what? I want to you uh you you mentioned Krishna Das a couple times and uh-huh. that's why I, what I was trying to tell you earlier is that you, you introduce people to these people and it's like you introduced me to Krishna Das, oh, and right now probably eighty percent of the tarot readings that you see on my Instagram page have been written to Krishna Das playing in the background. Oh, so, like, beautiful! That's kind of my go-to pull myself up. So it's like, like if you were go- if you weren't out there, man, I don't know where I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should throw some Krishna Das at the end of this episode. Then. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right. Thanks, brother. Have a good day. When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through If you tell me that you love me I'll be coming back to you 